Welcome to the Fit Femme Project Alignment Podcast. It is here that we cultivate and gather all who have been through it in fitness, relationships, careers, lifestyle changes, and unforgettable crucial life pivots trying to achieve their most sovereign selves. We're here to provide you with thought-provoking, detailed stories and information from truly fascinating men and women from all walks of life, professions, generations, and modern-day sagas who speak to their rawest, darkest moments that made them the strong, decisive, humble, helpful, healing people that they are today. We ask them to hold nothing back because life is a multi-dimensional pursuit to be stronger, healthier, and more aligned mentally, emotionally, and physically. Let's go. friends, welcome back to the Fit Femme Project Alignment Podcast. How can we get our weekends under control when we are looking to hit our fitness goals, but also want to have fun? This is definitely an episode for me because I love me some fun. <laughs> Sitting with me today is Coach Lindsay. Hi. Hi. It's me. Hi. Impart your wisdom on me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try again. <laughs> You, you're very persistent because, um, I'm very stubborn. (laughs) Well, it's a, it's a big change and you are young and you are fun. I am so much fun guys. You really are. And it's, I understand that you don't want to miss anything or feel like you're left out because of your program is a bummer, right? It's something that's holding you back instead of propelling you forward. Right. I don't know if I've ever, maybe like before I really started, it was like, yeah, you get that, those nerves of like, "Uh, it's going to be so boring. I'm going to feel like a total dud, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, but it still is hard to keep it together on weekends for the vast majority of people. And I think even people that are really good at it Mm -hmm. and have been doing it a long time still come up to situations or uh, around certain people that still make it somewhat of a challenge. Yeah. You know, it still happens. You still have that one friend or boyfriend, or boyfriend. <laughs> you know, that's, that, that's Mark for sure. Cause he's, we're, that's why we get along so well. Cause he wants to have just as much fun as I do. And he has a, but he has a ton of friends. So they'll, have a little group chat the, on Friday afternoon. Be like, hey, what's everybody doing? And then it's like last minute stuff. You can't really, I wouldn't say like plan for it, but you work around it for sure. Like if we're going bowling or something like that, like that's easy. So I don't like get so hung up on it all. But yeah, my boyfriend is very like, hey, let's go do this. I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and you don't want to have to say no or you don't want it to be something that is like anxiety inducing right where you want to go have fun but it also triggers something in you where you don't want to go because you would rather just stay in your little safe bubble Mm, yeah because you don't trust yourself is what it basically all boils down to is you don't trust yourself to make good decisions and to stick to your guns and still be able to have fun yeah you view it as an either or instead of an and yeah and I've experienced a couple of times where it has been that and where I go out and do all these things but I um, I stick to I'm just like oh just the club soda and like the two or three drinks or something um 
which is fine. And when I stick to it, it's great. And you feel amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, you know, when people be like, are you drinking seltzer? Like they're drunk. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, they're like, like what's wrong with you? And like, I don't ever, I'm not peer pressured like that ever. Um, so I'm not, I don't fall to prey to peer pressure. And I guess people are, but yeah. like, no one ever says anything to me like, oh, unless you're griping. Yeah. Like, unless you're like, oh, yeah. I have to drink my stupid water, or yeah. oh, I can't eat 45 chicken which wings. Is, yeah, which is me. So when someone's like, why are you drinking that? That's boring. I'm like, I'm going to drink more just to annoy you. Like, you <laughs> drink this seltzer water in front of your face just to annoy you. Like, it's the opposite. I'm like, okay, I guess I'll have one drink. <laughs> I just never, I don't know. I guess nobody... Maybe people are just used to me, but I've never been peer pressured like that. Like, really, people generally well, are yeah. worried about themselves. Yeah, and unless you're, you know, bringing attention to what you're doing, they don't know your glass doesn't have vodka in it. Nor do they care. <laughs> no, that's true. Because one instance I'm thinking about where it looked like it could have been a tequila soda or yeah. something with the lime, like you order all the time, all the time. Well, not the tequila, but you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> and but somebody somehow knew that it. <laughs> Was it there's no tequila? And I'm just like, yeah, so <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I don't uh, I don't know how she found out, but and Mark, like we're are we're surrounded by people that are much younger than your group of people. That's true. So, and they're That's not a big part of it. Not families, not mom. Like I we don't have kids. A lot of people who hang around don't have kids, nor want them. So it's a lot of the same mindset. It is. Um, but that mindset of if I'm not doing something that's detrimental to my overall health and fitness, then we're not having fun. (laughs) That is what you really need to work on. And like most things, it's not necessarily the big picture or the actual like meet the root of the problem is not just what you're doing. It's why. Mm -hmm. And your mindset around it and what you are viewing that you're giving up. Yeah. Versus what you're getting. Because the the fact remains that if you don't change your current habits and what you're doing, you will not get different results than you are getting right now. Yeah. And something I say that's annoying, and I just won't <laughs> stop, is there is no juice without the squeeze. That's so cute. But that's it's a trick. Yeah. Like you're not going to get something for nothing mm-hmm. in life in general. And it's the same with health and fitness. If you're not going to make changes... Um, then you won't receive changes. You're asking for something you're not willing to give. Yeah. So it's so much less painful if you stop looking at it as something you have to do just to get these results. Because a lot of times while we want the results, they're not really even, like they're not going to pay our bills. (laughs) Okay? (laughs) Like most of us are not paid to lay on top of a Camaro in a bikini. (laughs) Right. So why do we want this to this fit body? It's like, yes, to look good in our clothes, to feel to wear whatever we want. Yeah. Those are kind of abstract and like future focused. And when you can reel that in and stop being like, oh, I want to fit into, into any clothes I want and be like, I want to keep promises to myself. Yeah. I want to be someone that I can always count on. What do I need to do today? And you decide that in the morning. Yeah. Always. Like you don't let tired afternoon after work, Sunday, fun day, it's Friday. Mm. That person doesn't get to make choices. 
morning person makes some choices, <laughs> right? And then your job the rest of the day is execution. Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. Like once, I mean, decision-making fatigue is real. When you're making all these yeah. decisions, your it's brain so gets true. tired and then eventually you're just like, whatever. Right? But what if you've already made the decisions and you're like, eh, I actually am going to stay on track today. I know it's Friday, but I really, you know, I'm planning on going out to a restaurant tomorrow that I'm really excited about. So I am going to stay on track today and then decide, do you still want to go? Do you still want to go and not go off the rails? Yeah. And I hope that the answer is yes. I hope that the people that you hang out with, you like. Yeah, I do. (laughs) Right? And you can have fun with them without, you know, setting yourself back. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of it takes... Oh, you know, that mental willpower and what we've talked about before of just, just getting so tired of your own stuff. So tired of it. And like, what people will not understand is that their idea of what fun is. Mm-hmm. Like if your idea of fun is going out and getting trash and eating a bunch of crap I've never been and trashed. staying up late and doing all this stuff, then you have never won. Because if that's what you think is fun, winning is more fun than that kind of fun is fun. That's what's fun is winning. Yeah. <laughs> that was a tongue twister there. But that's the truth. Winning yeah. is the most fun you'll ever have. Yeah. I get that. Um, yeah. And, you know, even though my boyfriend is a big influence, I still influence him because I, like he, before we started dating, he was a, the stories I hear about him being drunk are hilarious. <laughs> I, I'll keep his dignity. I'll leave it right there. <laughs> but like, since we've dated, like I'm a concern, like I can toss it back. Right. Like if, and plus my personality for those of you who can relate is like, you know, go big or go home. But I, that doesn't mean I'm not, I don't ever get trashed. Like I don't get blackout drunk, not drunk enough to throw up. Like I'm a very, very responsible drinker but I can hold it. (laughs) So, but my personality is if this glass of wine tastes good, so does the rest of the bottle. You know what I mean? Like it's that mindset, not with drinking, but having fun and, oh yeah, so-and-so doesn't go over here. Let's do it. You know, but I am still more of a a baby when it comes to sleep. So I will definitely go home before midnight. (laughs) Before you turn into the whole pumpkin. Yeah. But, um, but anyway, so, our, my influence on him has definitely, I've seen that where he's like, I just don't feel like drinking today. I'm like, oh, thank God, me either. <laughs> that is good. And I think that yeah. we inadvertently, influence people without like consciously influencing people. People are watching us. And especially when they see yeah. us start to improve physically, or maybe they notice we're happier or just like, more satisfied with our lives, they're looking at that. Yeah. And if that's something they want for themselves and someone you care about, that's a huge win. Yeah. I agree with that. <laughs> okay. So for people who are looking toward their weekend and have that anxiety or the, Oh, I just can't do anything. Might as well just stay home and like be a little hermit, you know? Yeah. What do you tell your clients to be like, no, go have the fun, but this is what you got to do. Well, stop. Like being a baby like that. It's not about restriction, right? It's about management. It's about managing the frequency and the amount of things that are like 
you know, considered like bad food, but really they're just like calorically dense mm-hmm. and not like super nutrient rich. So things like burgers and fries, alcohol, um, chicken wings, just restaurant food in general, honestly, is just really, really high calorie. So it's managing those things. It's looking at the restaurant menu ahead of time, deciding what you're going to eat, balancing it with the rest of your day. And what I always tell my clients is if you know you're going to go out to eat, and if you don't know exactly where you're going, you probably you probably have a pretty good idea. Yeah. And then like find the restaurant, pick out what you want to eat, calculate that in first, and then plan the rest of your day around that. Yeah. And then you can just go. And again, the decision making has been done. Then you just execute. And know that there will be that little devil on your shoulder (laughs) that's going to pop up and be like, oh, but they ordered the calamari. Just have And you didn't put that in. And like, I feel like these are small pores, you know, or like whatever it is. And that's what, that is where that part of you pops in. It's like, no, this is, this is the same thought pattern. the same thought process that has gotten me to a place where I needed and wanted change Mm -hmm. that is going to be uncomfortable but being uncomfortable tells me that the change is happening that's what I'm here for yeah to do it a different way and also too just the math of it if you and it usually starts with Friday night and then you're off the rails on Saturday too because it's Saturday and then Sunday it's like Good God, might as well just start on Monday. Yeah. Right? Just throw it all in the air, that meme of like the papers. <laughs> yeah. And like starting it on Monday over and over and over. And if you think about it, like there's seven days in a week. So if three of them, you're not hitting your goals, that's over 40% of your week. That's a good way to put it. Like, how do you. Ex- that's just the weekends. Oh, two days, air quotes. Like, in two, but- in two full days, too. Yeah. You know, like yeah. that's two full days plus a part of a day is not being on track for three days. That's over 40% of your week. And I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to tell you more. And still, there's going to be people that say, well, what? Well, that means 60% of the time I was on track. So I should get 60% of my results. That's not how it is. Yeah. It doesn't work like that. It's, it's not my rules. I wish it was like that too, <laughs> but it's not. It's, it works more like however many days you were off track, that percent, those are results that you're going to get. So if you were off track for flip flop, it's flip flop. If yeah. you're off track for three days, that's 42% ish, you're going to get 42% of your results. If you're like off track for four days, you're only going to get like, 29% of your results. Like mm-hmm. it just goes down, but yeah. it, it should be the other way. And it's not mm-hmm. like if you want a hundred percent of your results, then you got to be on track a hundred percent of the time. If you want 90% results, yeah. you got to be on track six and a half out of seven days. Yeah. And being on track 100% of the time, that's like being in prep, right? Um, yeah. Not for me. I'm on track almost 100% of the time, okay. but my program is set up to match my life. Okay. Aww. That's how I'm set up. Yeah. Well, <laughs> gosh. The way I'm set up is yeah. I'm easily and readily able to be successful all the time. Well, that's about it for today. <laughs> <laughs> but that's where I'm in life. Yeah. I'm not on prep. Yeah. I'm living my lifestyle. So what's my lifestyle? Was it like when you were going through that? 
we kind of talked about this in your intro episode, I guess, but I mean, you're kind of a hermit, so you are not, I guess you can't really relate to like my lifestyle. So like when you were first learning the the tracking and staying, you know, 100% adherent, like what did that process look like for you when you were 50% or 70% adherent? Like what did that look like? It was um, honestly not worth the adherence for the partial time for the results that I was getting. Mm. Like when I was making it, when I was making it hard for myself by doing a program that was really difficult and unsustainable. So I would only do it for five, four or five days of the week and get, like I said, like a small percent of results. I'm still busting my ass for four or five days a week to get barely any results. And to do that two steps forward, three steps back trash. Um, so it wasn't even worth it, mm. like at all. Yeah. And then you would just go off completely. So I'm like, I'm not doing this for this much results. Not understanding, A, what I had, what I was doing was the first mistake. And second, that it was either you're dieting or you're not. Mm. Black and white. Yeah. Like you're eating, you're eating chicken, rice and broccoli or you're off plan. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> You know, so it's basically like kind of looking at it from a whole, like the amount of money you're probably putting into it versus the results you're getting. And like, you're right. It's not worth it. Like looking at the bigger picture, I think is important. And, you know, some people like myself, (laughs) you know, take about, it takes a minute, but, um, and it's just also maturing and growing and, um, things like that. But I am a single person. Well, not married and no kids. So you live, you live, oh, you have your own place. I have my own place. We don't live together yet, but we will soon. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was, never mind. <laughs> I was going to say something dumb. <laughs> like anyway, that. so, um, yeah, so that's like been my experience because I live in the city going out. It's easy to be like, yeah, the, the wine night I have with my girlfriends once a month, which I love because I do enjoy wine. Like I, I'm level one certified. I love like, you know, the science behind it. I mean, they I hate it that they even spit it out. <laughs> you know how the, the professionals yeah, will do that? Like, they do that. Do you want a spit bucket? No. <laughs> no, gross. That's rude. First of all, spit. I mean, if it's in my mouth, it's probably absorbing the calories, right? Right. right. <laughs> the deed has been done. Let it has been done. Gulp. <laughs> um, anyway, so what about those that you've coached that have the families and their weekends are much different than mine? They're they're different, but not less difficult because right. Yeah. Um. Your kids. I feel like it's harder. <laughs> it's not. It's the same. And that's that's one thing that I've learned is that everybody's hard looks different, but it's all the same. Because even if it's like, you know, someone will look at it and be like, all you have to take care of is yourself. Well, they still have an internal struggle. That yeah. an external from going out with friends and just cooking for one is difficult sometimes. And there's just everybody's everybody's hard is hard. Yeah. There's not degrees of hard. There is just hards and everybody has their own. And for like, for me, like my kids do travel sports and they want to go eat and do different things. Like, you know, it's like crap, like crumble cookies is all the right. Right. And I could say, well, my kid drugged me to crumble cookies. So I had to eat a 600 calorie chocolate chip cookie. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But like, do I? 
Mm-hmm. Or am I the boss of what goes in my body? In my kids' bodies. But right. I also still am not going to, like, restrict them. You know, yeah, they don't, I don't have want to suffer. them to be very, like, A, aware. Yeah. And be in control of what they choose to put in their bodies. Right. Like, that's an important lesson to learn. You know, don't restrict my kids from any type of food. And I don't make them eat anything either. Mm-hmm. Like, the only thing I will ever say when, I, like, my kids turn their nose up at a vegetable or something I've made is you don't have to eat it. I will put it on your plate. I would like you to try it, but you don't have to eat it. Mm-hmm. And that goes the same with me. Yeah. <laughs> we got to parent ourselves. Well, we, we do, but like lovingly. Yeah. Just the same with your kids. You don't like, you're not going to make your kid like broccoli, shoving it down their throat and making them sit there until they eat it or take two bites. Oh my God. The stories None of I that. <laughs> None of that works. It yeah. just makes you resentful and scared of dinner. You know what I used to do when I was a little kid? <laughs> the dog under the table? We weren't allowed to have dogs or cats. I know. It was really sad. Um, <clears throat> one tactic I would use is if I didn't want to eat something, I would grab it from my plate real stealthily because that's what kids are, right? Stealthy. Super. <laughs> and I would just like put it under the table and I'd throw it under the table across. So it looked like my brothers threw it onto the floor. Oh, <laughs> you were not only were you lying, you were evil. <laughs> well, they were, they deserved it. Absolutely. they did. <laughs> there was a, another time where my mom put it on the video camera. My twin brother would not eat this like cornbread casserole thing that had tomatoes in it. I loved it. I ate that right. Sounds good. But he could not stand the tomatoes. He sat there. My mom's like, you are not getting up until you eat this. And so it got hilarious, apparently, because she got out the video camera and <laughs> she walked up toward him and he's all like this on the table. He sat there for three hours. Oh, <laughs> he's probably like scarred in some way. And he still doesn't like tomatoes. <laughs> well, yeah, I kind of think I don't like tomatoes now. <laughs> like he just couldn't stand like the chunk anyway, but. Well, and cut tomatoes, you know, my kids. Um, both like raw tomatoes, but like if there's a big hunk of tomato in something, which drives me insane because you eat spaghetti, you eat ketchup, you eat Rotel cheese dip. <laughs> Wait, so they, they could eat like a grape tomato like mm-hmm. that? But if, but it's, if like, it's cooked or stirred into pasta what? or something, ew, right? And it's just like, you don't have to eat it. Like, ooh. but anyway, yeah, it's the same <laughs> thing with us and like, lay out the facts. Like, just be an adult. Lay out the facts. This is what you keep doing. And then you are riddled with guilt. You feel awful. You feel like you're a failure. It ain't working for you because guess what? You keep being like, well, I'm starting again Monday. Because you didn't like the way it felt. Yeah. You don't like the results you're getting. So what I always tell people, <clears throat> Caitlin, what? is <laughs> have a weekend like, tell yourself, like, this is going to be, like, the most boring weekend of prison <laughs> that I hate. But I'm going to go out with my friends. And I'm going to spend time with the people that I love and do the things that I do on the weekend that make me feel like I had a good weekend. But I'm not going to go off my nutrition plan. I'm going to hit my workouts and steps. Then you have the information you need to make a good decision. You have the hindsight and the perspective required 
to say, was it worth it or not? Yeah. Because most people don't even freaking know. You don't even know. You never even tried to go out and do the same things you do, but stay on track. And that may, may mean bringing some of your own food. Yeah. That may mean turning down the appetizer and the dessert because yeah. you didn't plan it in because you, you know, it didn't really, you knew it wasn't going to serve you well the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. Do it. Okay. Just, okay. you know what I'm saying? Yes, ma'am. But then, <laughs> but then once you, you're sitting there on Sunday evening. Yeah. You feel great? You will. Yeah. But if you don't, maybe, maybe you're like, yeah, that wasn't worth it. It, it ruined my weekend. I didn't have a fun time and now I'm sad. That's never happened. I've never had anybody come back and report that to me. But gather the information, see what's working for you, and then go forward with that information. And the next time you do yeah. it, it's going to be a little easier. And that, you know, that's so true because when I first started out um, with my fit, fitness, health, whatever journey forever ago, um, I knew I had to change my brain. Right, I had to change the the mindset, the connection, whatever. If you want to get narrowy about it, um, so when it came to like working out, I don't want to get off the couch. Like and we so, talked about that earlier. Yeah, I was like, well, okay, I want to do something because I was married and frustrated and lonely. I was like, I just got to do something, something I can control. Right? Mm-hmm. At least that was my experience. So I was like, okay, a workout class would be fun. That sounds fun. Yes. So let's do that. And then I would do the workout. I did a boxer size class. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those are fun. And um, I would just remember how I felt after. Like, I felt really good. So I, like, I would lock on to that feeling to change how I was going forward. And all of a sudden, I lost 30 pounds. Like, <laughs> like I drank. I started, did I think I ever told you my story? No. Yeah, well, Nicole actually interviewed me in a previous episode. That's so fun. It was her idea. She's like, I want to interview you. Yeah. Well, really? Well, that's why I was like, during this podcast in particular, I want you to talk. Because I'm a 43-year-old mom of two. It doesn't, like, appear. It's it's a different vantage point. Yeah. And, And I like to hear from people that are still learning. Oh, yeah. I'm still Like, when I listen to podcasts. Yeah. Like I want to, when I was say like I'm listening to a bodybuilding podcast, I want to hear about people that are still amateurs trying to go through it. Yeah. That'll be me for a while. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting better. I mean, we're always learning. But anyway, yeah. so back then, like 12 years ago, mm-hmm. um, I, yeah, I started like working out a little bit, but it was like two or three times a week I'd hit up that like little gym class or whatnot. And it felt good. And then like, I got to the point where I was sick and tired of like trying to do it all because that you fail right because mm-hmm. you don't have all the tools it, it gets overwhelming you don't have all the information you're not educated on how to like do it um and your habits always tend to trump that <laughs> yeah, yeah it's overwhelming it, it gets overwhelming it so that's why a lot of people fail like i'm gonna do this tomorrow i'm gonna start whole 30 tomorrow and it's like okay did you prepare like why don't you just ease into it or whatever so that's the mindset i had i was like i just want to do good things to my body I'm not going to try to like lose weight or whatever. I just wanted longevity. I wanted just to feel better. <clears throat> so what I did was like, yeah, I'll just work out. And then I was like, what's another thing I could do? Oh, water. That's super easy and free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I started drinking enough water. And all of a sudden, my headaches that I had every single day would go away. I was like, oh, that's nice. And then I just had a weird amount of extra pep. And yes, yeah. that little extra energy, like not like absurd amount, but just a little extra. And I did not drink a lot back then, ever. 
Like, yeah. I really did start drinking until I was in my mid-20s. Like, like drinking. <laughs> well, where you would, like, do it weekly basis kind of deal. Wait, what? You didn't start, like, where you would drink on a weekly basis probably till your 20s. My mid-20s, yeah. yeah. And in my early 20s, I maybe few a small handful of times a month like one drink (laughs) yeah um yeah so I started drinking the water and that just kind of started to slowly snowball into like better habits where I was working out more and I was like let's try gluten-free just for fun you know like let's try it and so I started experimenting with more foods and then all of a sudden people at work are like you look you look thin you like you've you've lost some weight I was like you know how obsessed you can be and so I ended up I should find that old photo I took of myself um because I took a photo before I did all that and then when somebody finally made a comment I don't even know how much time passed by I was like oh yeah I feel let me me take another pick (laughs) so I did and I was like oh (laughs) I'm doing something for real for real damn I can't remember how much I actually weighed but yeah so it was that mindset one of I just yeah it'd be great to have the six pack and look great you know the physique but in reality I just want to just do good things my body I don't ever want to be in a wheelchair I want to just clock over when I'm like a hundred making a joke you know what I mean laugh so hard at your own joke you bust an artery me too that's my goal (laughs) that's our goal we'll die like within like hours of each other the best joke we ever told perfect (laughs) anyway so um that was forever ago and then now it's that same thing where I need to and I, I see it from an outside perspective of just retraining my mind of like it feels really good after you work out. That feels great. So that what gets you through the shitty, unfun workout that we just had. <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> it was fun. It's, it's a lot funner. It hurts somebody. so good. It hurts so good. But yeah. So with the weekend stuff, it's like okay, the weekends that I've had where I've stuck to my plan, and you get the stupid comments or whatever, and you're like, oh, I would love you thinking, oh, that sangria looks so good, but no. <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) Um, And then just remembering that feeling on Sunday night. Wow. I am a winner, 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 chicken dinner. Um, That was dumb. (laughs) It's not, it's not dumb. It does feel there is like, it's just remembering that and and imprinting it in your brain. So it feels literally joyous when you get into bed on Sunday night and you had one of your first good weekends. You want to like, you feel great. Yeah, get you want to hire one of those planes that has a banner. Yeah, I did it. Yeah, like it feels huge, and I want to recreate. And so that will start to like that's just kind of how I guess I've I'm wired, where I'll remember that feeling. Yeah, I'll slip up, but I'll do it again. I'll slip up again. Blah blah blah. Like you know that back and forth. You know, kind of like what you're saying, like keeping two one foot on either side of the fence. Nicole and I are actually talking about this where. You know, at some point I feel myself just putting that other leg over real slow, you know? Yeah. And um, just rewiring that brain and looking at it from that perspective to kind of took off the judgment from myself. Like, it's just my brain. Just got to retrain it too. And it is about yeah. taking that off because in understanding, and I talk about this all the time because I think women are especially like dismissed and um, made to feel like they're 
that their stuff is stupid because it's, oh, it's hormones. Are you on your period? Or, oh, it's all in your head. That is so real. Yeah. <laughs> like, those are things like, no, you can't see them, but they still exist. And they yeah. are very powerful hormones and feelings and being uncomfortable and understanding that those things are real and you conquered them. It does start to change your brain. Mm-hmm. And I think the reason that it, and I, and I understand that this isn't relatable, but for a long time, I was more relatable, <laughs> but I don't have trouble with adherence and consistency is because maybe I had a midlife crisis, but like when I turned 40, I just was so sick of a lot of stuff. And I, I just, it became very clear to me that for me to feel fulfilled and confident and clear, I could not continually partake in things that were detrimental to what was important, the, the core things that were important to yeah. me. My family, health and fitness, being fit. Like that was pervasive my whole life. I, I've always cared about being fit. Okay. But I have also always done things counterproductive to that. Oh, yeah. And my family in like, it's important to me, like not to leave a legacy, but having seen other people do things in their lives that no matter what else they did their whole lives, like all these great things, there's also this one thing. And when you say their name, what do people think of? That one thing. Yeah. That one weird thing they did that time. <laughs> and very important to me to make good decisions, yeah. not emotional, not alcohol related, not um, because I felt desperate, oh, yeah. right? Clear decisions, concise. And I didn't care if it didn't look fun, <laughs> that kind of fun. I had enough of that kind of fun. <laughs> you know, I think that is actually relatable because it looked like for people going through the process or just starting it or whatever, wherever you're at, looking at where you're at now, it tells a lot because it says, oh, it's not always going to be difficult. It gets easier to, mm -hmm. you know, and, and Nicole and I talk about this, <laughs> I keep saying that, but where, yeah, you know, it's, you're going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be difficult. Um, it's going to be hard to change those weekend habits, but you know, it does get easier and you know, you're somebody to look up to that like, oh, this is, it, it can be easy. It really can. Yeah. It just it, takes time. It is easy in a way for me. What would be very difficult for me would be having to sit with myself mm. and having done something against what the things that are important to me. Yeah. That's difficult to me. Yeah. yeah. When's the last time that happened? I don't know. Well, that's a good answer. Like, I don't know. The last time I just kind of was like, oh, that wasn't great of you to do. I mean, yelling at my kids. Oh, I just say, oh, sorry about, I do sometimes <laughs> have to say, I'm, I'm still uh, like, I'm still a jackal. <laughs> <laughs> just a more controlled one. <laughs> but again, like, that was a big part of it. It was like, I was short tempered mm. and low energy and like, it, Time to pick up your kid from school exactly that late afternoon time where you just want to lay on the floor and, and fall asleep. <laughs> like, and a lot of things needed to change for me to feel like I was living the life I was supposed to live. 
and being the examples for my little girls. Those are always such a huge motivation for people. Well, I don't know what's my, I haven't thought about this in a long time. Yeah. But I remember my daughter saying, Ooh, I don't think I want to have kids. And I was like, it's because I'm making it look like this horrible chore. Oh. Instead of the absolute joy of my life that it is. Did that just tear your heart out? Well, how I am, it pissed me off. <laughs> it made me so mad at myself. Oh, yeah. I could have I could have ripped my own face off. Like I was like, you are failing. Oh huge. And not that everybody has to have kids. Yeah. It was just I knew where that was coming from. Right. Is because I was making it look like everything, like, oh, you're dragging me you down. You want me to do this, and, I, and I'm so tired. And I think that, you know, women will fall into that where it's like, you'll, you'll just want, I don't know if you just want your kids to know how much you're doing for them so they appreciate it, mm-hmm. but you're just constantly like dragging through life. Yeah. Right. And that was, that's not the life I wanted to live. And I wanted to, I want my kids. To, to see what being a mother really is. And the joy it can bring and all that. The Yeah, it's, the I mean, the deepest love that there is. And for her to be like, oh, God, we're ruining her life. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's not a fair representation. I love <clears throat> the past, like, few days being here, like, seeing you in mom mode. Oh. Because you and I are so much alike where yeah. I'm just, like, that tough love let's like wrestle on the floor yeah. like I love that I love it so much and like all the friends that I do have that are moms you know they're a lot more gentler or they'll just be like this is this is good birth control isn't it Caitlin I'm like that's so mean <laughs> I know and I think that's how that's kind You're of like, should was, I have kids like yeah I know and I, so I was like I'm making my own kid feel like they're a burden to oh. me and like they're like I don't want this in my life so like she hates it I know. You know? So it was, it's been such a pleasure and joy to like see you in mom mode. I'm just like, okay, that's what I've always envisioned as being a mom. Yeah, of course it's going to be difficult and taxing and all that stuff, but. But I'm mostly honest. it's, mostly it's, it's not. Mostly yeah. it's just having your family around you. Yeah. Which is um, very com- comfortable. My heart is so fuzzy right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to leave. You'll have Can to. you adopt me? Yes. <laughs> Yes, I'll have another daughter. I'll give my mom a call real quick. <laughs> Sign the papers. <laughs> oh, okay, anyway, back on track here. <laughs> what are some, I guess, if somebody doesn't want to tackle the whole make a make a plan and stick to it, what are some like small steps that you can take that help change that mindset, get you out of that normal weekend routine that's not helpful for you? Um Talk about it. Talk about, the, make sure, you know, it's not going to be, if you, you don't have to tell everybody about it because everybody does not care about you. But the people that you know care about you, tell them what you're doing and ask them to help keep you accountable. Yeah. Ask them. Yeah. Like people love to give other people a hard time. You know what I'm saying? Like tell them, say like, I'm doing this. I'm not asking you to do it. But it would mean so much to me if you would support me and be like, hey, I see you doing that. Like tell them that. Because a lot of times we sit back and wait for people to notice us being good mm. or to get that outside validation. Yeah. And they're, like I said, ain't nobody paying attention to you. They're bored about themselves. Tell them, like, I'm doing this. 
help me. Yeah. And then I, I've done that with Mark where, cause he orders my drinks for me. Like, <laughs> yes, you know, he's one of the good ones. <laughs> and if it's on one of the sites where I want to go out, but I don't feel like drinking, I'm like, can you just order me a concert of wine? Like, Yes, every, and you go up to the bar and he'll do grab it. me one. Yeah. That's what I, my husband does that too. And I think that's it. very nice. But not everybody's in that boat, especially like if you're in the dating scene. We talked about this in another episode where it's like it's so much easier to do it when you're drunk. It is. And that's part <laughs> of the that weekend. liquid courage. It's yeah. so true. You feel a little loosey-goosey, a little flirty-flirt, mm-hmm. you know. But You get that confidence, mm-hmm. bulletproof, and you, you know, you just feel like you can really put yourself out there more. Yeah. But we talked about this earlier too, but like in the, in the dating scene where people run into problems in relationships is when the other person changes. Yeah. So if you are dating and you are putting yourself out there as party girl and I go out every night and I eat whatever and I drink a ton, that's going to come to a screeching halt at some point in your life. That's true. As you get older, it Trust me when I tell you, it's just not going to keep working for you. It, for lots of different reasons, not all of them about physicality. But if you go ahead and, and present yourself as the person you actually want to be, mm-hmm. and you go ahead and act like that person, that's who you're going to attract. Someone that is attracted to the person you want to be. Yeah. Not to the hot mess express you think you need to present on the dating scene. Hot mess express. You know? Yeah. But in like if you you like you're out there and like, yeah, you probably are getting attention from guys that like that. Yeah, I love the loose girl. <laughs> yeah. Or Which the person that mind being the loose girl. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, like what you present yeah. yourself as is what you're going to attract. So if you are looking for an actual relationship with yeah. someone that you want to expand outside of the weekends with. Mm-hmm act like that person, right? And again, I, I'm giving dating advice. I've never dated. <laughs> well, you know, you're right because, you know, everyone complains, especially Nashville, complain about the dating scene. You know, men are trash, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, stop, like, complaining and just work on yourself. The men you have dated are trash. Yeah. Right? And the, one that, the ones that they're going out on dates with and then blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, men, a lot of men, the majority of men aren't trash. Gross. Let's, let's, they're so just gross. gross. They're so and gross. let's just come to terms with that, girls. <laughs> and just focus on yourself. Literally be selfish. And and pr- be a better human. This is what I tell people when they ask for dating advice. Because they ask me all the time. <laughs> so not true. <laughs> but people are asking me now. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but just... And that's what I did. And that's how I got Mark. The love of my life. <laughs> And, but he's just, he's so much different from the people I've dated in the past. Like, like complete 180 because I broke the cycle. I stopped. I worked on myself. And um, that's what I tell people or want to tell people is focus on yourself. Become the best girlfriend. Be the best person that you can be. Read the self-help books or go to therapy. Do whatever you think it, you need to do. To be a better person. And guess what will happen in your external world? It will get better. So you're right on track when it comes to date, you know, be the person you want to be and you'll attract that person who supports that lifestyle. And because, yeah, you start out party girl and all this stuff and you kind of hang on to it if you're if you start actually dating. And all of a sudden it's like, you're no fun anymore. Like, 
Yeah. yeah, you can't expect that person to just flip the switch because you decided it's mm-hmm. time to, you know, start acting right. Yeah. They very, they probably will be like, no, goodbye. I'm mm-hmm. still, I still want to act heinous. <laughs> so that's our advice. <laughs> that's our dating advice you didn't ask for. <laughs> but in another thing is like, plan something. And I know it's not going to be the whole weekend, but plan something that is not about drinking or eating out. Oh, we love doing that. Yeah. It's just so like, I've never been into like, despite what you might think, <laughs> the party bar scene. I'm not going to the club. No, I know not, that about you. I'm, I'm not like, I just never have been. But I love to like go out and do something. Like if you were going to a concert mm-hmm. or I just don't want to stand around and just be like, hi, <laughs> I spend every day with you. What else are we doing? You know what I mean? Yeah. And so we love to like, there's like fun little um, arcade places around Nashville that's that are fun. really fun. Yeah, you can get a drink there or whatever, but you're doing something. And that's our biggest complaint is like, let's just like do something. Like we go to the duck pen bowling, which is so much fun and you do all these little outdoor games. Like you're active as well. Yeah. So yes, I agree. If you can get creative with your ideas, like one of my things I've been wanting to do is do a little picnic in our little park that's by my house. <laughs> it's so dumb. You want to like pack a basket of yeah, food? I've even bought a really cute basket from Amazon. It's wicker. Of course you did. It's big and it has like the little plastic wine glasses. And I want to do that. And I bought a really cute blanket. <laughs> She's doing it for the grand. <laughs> well, <laughs> but you're right. Um, definitely go out and find some other things to do. Yeah. And, and don't, and yes, I am a hermit. That is like literally how I just am and I have always been. Mm-hmm. But don't make yourself not do things while yeah. you are trying to achieve that new lifestyle that's going to get you to your fitness goals. Mm-hmm. Go out. And like I said, okay, I may, I may have the worst time I've ever had, but I'm going to do this. I'm going to put myself out there as the person I want to be and get through it and see how it goes, right? Like mm-hmm. I said, it's, look, it's terrible. My weekend's ruined. Oh, don't man. even want to live anymore. Okay, don't do that. Like, maybe you're okay with just getting 30% of your results. Yeah, maybe. But you don't know because yeah. you've never done it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a good place to stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, no, but that that's um, true, and I think that is a good, like, little like ending and for those who are you know have the families we, we talked about and then i don't know if it'll be previous episode but an episode of being a mother and managing your family we talked about that look for it listen to it because Lindsay drops some sweet mommy wisdom <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, um, but thanks again for joining us, everybody. This was such a great conversation with my favorite coach in the world, my Aww. new mom. <laughs> Call me mom. Yes, ma'am. That's what your kids say. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Ma'am. Dang right, y'all do. Anyway, well, thanks again. And until next time, bye. Bye. 
Thanks for listening to the FFP Alignment Podcast. Please support us by downloading, rating, and recommending us to your friends and family. Be sure to check us out on Instagram at the Fit Femme Project. That's F-I-T-F-E-M-M-E Project. And for those of you looking to find their essential balance of lifestyle and fitness, book a free consult by going to the fitfemproject.com. That's F-I-T-F-E-M-M-E Project.com and click apply now. Until next time, this is the FitFem Project Alignment Podcast.